Hello, everybody, and welcome to Sage Care, a podcast where I'll take you on my own personal journey of healing, growth, acceptance, trauma, resilience, change, oppression, resistance, childhood trauma, suppression, shame, stigmas, mental health, PTSD, first responders, lack of voice, gaslit by media, gaslit by employer, suicide, lack of accountability, meditation, how the medical system deals with PTSD and chronic pain, shame, colonization, parenting, teens, the criminal justice system, holistic, spirituality, intergenerational trauma, anxiety, depression, emotions and feelings, disconnected, lost soul, homelessness, and this is just to name a few. I'm your host and creator, Carolyn Royer. Music composed and played by Alexi Brunette Royer. Breathe new life into flow. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Sage Care, a podcast where I take you on a journey of healing, growing, self-acceptance, and a whole lot of exploration. Welcome to episode four, where I'll be talking about observing and identifying our thoughts and emotions with color. So in this episode, I'll be presenting a tool to assist you in being able to identify the type of thoughts that you're having. So during my career, I was trained to deliver several programs, and one of those programs was to assist individuals in making better choices. However, before you can teach someone um, how to bring better choices into their life, I believe they need to be able to identify the type of thoughts that they're having. You can't make choices or changes if you don't know what type of thought it is. So doing cognitive behavior therapy in addressing thinking patterns. So what color of thoughts are predominantly taking over? And during my career, what I observed was that this tool helped individuals break down what they were thinking at the time of their error in judgment or their blunters. This was one way to break it down and make it simple at any level. I created a younger version, which I've incorporated emotions into. But before I get into the different types of emotions and thinking patterns and identifying them with color, what I want to do is just a brief little recap of what I covered in the last two episodes, or actually the last three episodes. So episode one, um, I presented feelings and emotions and how we have a limited knowledge and a limited ability in dealing with our feelings and emotions because of how we've been conditioned, because most of us fear them, and because we don't understand them. I also addressed how the more we suppress our feelings and emotions, the more we only trap them within our physical body, which affects not only our physical health, but also our mental health and our emotional health. We also know that feelings are activated by one, one of our five sen- senses or all of our senses. So sight, sound, smell, taste, touch. And that activated feeling we know is alerting us of something. However, depending on our emotional intelligence, 
what emotions and feelings we were mostly exposed to during our formative years, like I mentioned before, zero to eight, we tend to avoid them. We tend to avoid them because the ones that we were exposed to, we tend to identify them as negative. So anger, sadness, rejection, hurt, guilt. And I used examples in my own personal life to demonstrate my emotional intelligence and where I was at due to what I was exposed to during my formative years and how I struggled for years and I continue to struggle with even going near my own feelings and emotions. We identify them as making us feel bad about ourselves. So all we do is we want to avoid them because who wants to feel bad all the time? And once that is, once activated, the feeling travels the way up to our thoughts. And depending on our tribal beliefs, now we're into episode two, our tribal beliefs, this will impact our thoughts towards the activated feeling. This will have an impact on our emotions, which evokes a physical response, behavior, and action. Why? Because we think what we feel. Or we think how we feel and we feel how we think. So by using this tool, it helps you organize your emotions by colors, which allows you to break them down and identify them a little easier and to observe where your attitudes are as well. So like I said, episode two, we covered core beliefs and I identify those as our tribal beliefs. I define tribal beliefs as a collection of beliefs introduced in our formative years through our familial environment that we have accepted to be the truth and to be real. I presented an exercise that I created for myself to identify my own tribal beliefs, which I use during my meditation practice. It's by identifying our tribal beliefs that we have inherited from our families that we can decide what we want to keep as a belief and what we want to discard. We don't realize how we internalize our tribal beliefs to the point where they become so deeply rooted, we end up being trapped in our own emotional prison, not knowing how to escape it, and not knowing why we're behaving in certain ways as well, because sometimes they're so deeply rooted that we don't realize how our self-worth has um, has been identified with it. So when we examine our tribal beliefs, we are, we are able to examine where our beliefs originated from, and we have the control to decide which beliefs we want to hold on to and which ones we want to let go. And not just let go intellectually, but let go physically as well. There's a dual combination there. So we know that our feelings are activated. That activated feeling travels to our thoughts. Our tribal beliefs impact our thoughts. Our thoughts impact our emotions. Therefore, I am in control of my emotions since I'm the only one in charge of my thoughts. So I think that pretty much sums up what we um what I covered um in the last couple episodes and episode 3 I did the um um, what is meditation? Um, because I talk about it so much throughout my podcast that I think it's important to present what I'm talking about. So now we're going to get into how can we identify our thinking pattern through color. So let's take a look. So what are our thoughts and our beliefs? Our thoughts are mental cognitions. We went over that. There are ideas, there are opinions and beliefs about ourselves and about the world around us. 
Our thoughts are shaped by our life experiences, our genetics and education. They are generally under conscious control. Not always. We talked about that a little bit. So in other words, if you are aware of your thoughts and attitudes, you can choose to change them. So again, remember what I presented in episode one. The only ones who can control our thoughts and our feelings are ourselves. So how to identify our type of thinking or attitudes, emotions, what colors? What does identifying our thoughts or attitudes or emotions with color, what does that assist me with? What does that give me exactly? So I believe that identifying, uh, being able to identify them by color allows us to identify what type of thinking or emotion we're having. And by being aware, by knowing what type of attitude or emotion we're having, this allows us to choose what type of attitude, emotion that you would like to have or that you would like to bring to yourself. So there's four colors and four categories of attitude emotions. And just to remember, just a little reminder here, uh, just because we have a thought and just because we have a belief does not make them true. Just because I believe in something doesn't make it true. So the first color that I'm going to present to you um, is green. So what does green represent? So a green way of thinking, the attitude becomes I count, you count, and everybody counts. So you're willing to do compromises with others, but you're not willing to compromise yourself, right? So you have, you have respect and compassion for yourself, which then reflects to respect and compassion towards others take responsibility for their words, their actions, their behavior without projecting it onto other people. So without gaslighting other people or making other people feel guilty for how you feel. Learns from their mistakes. By taking responsibility of our mistakes, we look at what went well, what did not go well, and how I would like to see it the next time. By taking responsibility for our actions and owning them, we show our children how to problem solve. But mostly that we also make mistakes. And it's okay when you make mistakes. It's what you do with that mistake. And when you do make a mistake, this is how you address it head on. And not all of us were taught that. Willing to communicate openly, respectfully, which includes listening openly and respectfully. Willing to apologize when mistakes are made and find compromise for a resolution. Okay. So when you're having a disagreement with somebody, um, someone um, with a green way of thinking, a green attitude or green emotions, um, when they're having an argument with somebody, they stick to the facts and they stick to the subject. Um, they don't start attacking the individual. They don't start making up facts it's all about, this is what I believe, these are the reasons why I believe it, without attacking other people. Is an example that I use um, when I was working, um, so I'm going to use it here, it's the $5. Um, and for those, of the, for those people who know me, they'll know um, exactly what I'm talking about here. Uh, someone with a green way of thinking, I use the $5 example where if you think green and you have a family member or a friend come up to you 
and would like to borrow $5 from you. So someone who thinks green, um, the things that you'll be asking yourself is, well, first of all, do I have $5? Because if I don't have it, like there's no point in asking to borrow it. Is it my last $5? If it's my last $5 and I need to buy bread and milk for my kids, um, I'll have to decline. Have I lent money to this person before? Have they paid me back? So you are willing to lend out the $5, but the question becomes, is it going to put you out? If it was your last $5 and you needed to buy something, I would say, sorry, I can't do it at this time. The other thing that we look at for um, green, I mentioned this um, a little earlier, is emotions. Now, the emotions that I put in green are happy, confident, satisfied, joyful, hopeful, and love. So those are the emotions that I, I added into the color green. Now next what I'll be looking at is red. I'll present to you the color red and what does that represent. So when we have a red way of thinking, the attitude becomes I count, but you don't count and nobody else counts. I always come first no matter what, and I don't care how that impacts you or anybody else around me. So with a red way of thinking, it's I want my way, there's no compromise, and the only compromise that I give is unless I get way more than you. You know, an, an example that we're seeing right now with the high rise of um, our real estate industry where things are selling at an insane price and now the feedback that we're seeing is the huge increase in rent for people who couldn't afford rent to begin with um, and now what they're what they're increasing the rent is absolutely phenomenal so the attitude here is I want my way there's no compromise and I will get more whether you can pay for it or not I'll find somebody else who can um, impulsive, egocentric, the center of the world. It's my way or the highway. Controlling behavior, constantly wanting to know, what are you doing? Why are you doing it this way? Where are you going? Who are you talking to? Nothing is ever good enough. Do it this way. This way is better. And the example that I used in the $5 for the color red, uh, actually, no, I'll go over the, the emotions. I didn't do that yet. So the emotions that I chose for red are um, frustrated, jealous, anger, contempt, annoyed, and disgusted. And the $5 example that I use for this one is um, somebody wants to borrow $5 from you. If they're a red way of thinking, um, they don't care if it's your last $5. They don't want to hear about it. It's just, I want $5, give it to me. Um... Maybe you'll get it back. Maybe you won't. Who knows? So a person with a red way of thinking, it really is about meeting their own needs first all of the time, regardless of how it impacts people around them. And then we have the third color, blue. Blue is I don't count, you count, everyone else counts before me. And I mean everybody else counts before them. They'll almost always take everybody else's need before their own until they're absolutely depleted. And even then, they'll keep trying to go. 
So I'll give you what you want at any expense. So reds really like the blue because blue is just willing to give them the $5. They don't even have to fight for it. Red could just say, I need five bucks, and blue will say, here you go. Um, they're a people pleaser. Um, they don't like conflict. They like people getting along, and that's why they're people pleasers as well. Because if I give you what you want, then everybody's going to get along. But then you can't do that, because then everybody else around you wants what they want as well, and you can't please everybody, right? So then you'll find somebody who's blue who might be, who might feel that um, they're being pulled, pulled in various directions. So really, a lack of boundaries always has excuses because they put their expectations too high. They put others' needs in front of their own, and they'll go out of their way. I already said that to please other people. And the five dollars example is you can barely get it out of your mouth. Can I borrow? And they'll be yes. Here you go. No boundaries, no um, when will you pay me back. It's just they just want to make you happy. And the fourth color that we have here is purple. And that one is I don't count, you don't count, and nobody counts. Oh, actually, no. Back to blue here because I forgot to give the emotions for blue. I apologize for that. So we have sad, anxious. Fear, lonely, really sad, and shame. So those are the, the emotions I have for blue. Okay, and now purple. And the color purple is I don't count, you don't count, nobody counts. So this is I do what I want, you do what you want, I don't care. They're miserable, they're, they're pessimists, it's doom, it's gloom, the world sucks, and so do I, and so does everybody else, and nothing's ever done right, I don't care. It's just blah, blah, blah. And so the emotions I have for this one is uh, bored, meh, don't care, gloom, self-hostility, and overwhelmed. So then the question I would ask is, where do you want to be? One way to start making changes to how we think is to pay attention to our thoughts. And we can do that through meditation, like I presented in episode three. So allowing yourself, giving yourself permission to just sit and observe your thoughts without attaching yourself to them, without judging them, just observing them, observing what comes up. What are the themes? What are the words that keep coming up for you? What patterns are you noticing coming up in your thoughts? Through these observations, we are able to identify the type of thoughts and attitudes we are having to then be able to distinguish the untruths and the distorted and the distorted thoughts. So if I'm sitting and I'm meditating or I'm just being aware, being aware of what thoughts are coming up and the things that are coming up, if it's, you know, joyful and happy, you're thinking about your you know, playing with your dog or being out with your friends or um, then you know you're in the, the green green realm of thinking. <clears throat> or when you think of helping somebody, you're like, yeah, I do like helping out, however. Um, or if it's angry, it's mad at the world, like um, 
nothing is ever good enough. Why, why are they driving that way? Why do they do that? Um, or you're in, uh, in lineup. Wow, is this ever slow? It's constant, it, it's a constant negativity. Then once you bring that to your awareness, then you can decide, well, okay, what do I want to do with this? So what are the themes, the words that are coming up for you? Right? And so how do we do that? Well, first you acknowledge the thought. Then you say it out loud. What is the thought? What type of thought is it? Is it green? Is it red? Is it blue? Is it purple? Say it out loud. How does that thought make you feel? Again, identifying with a feeling or an emotion. Once you have identified that thought, what type of attitude the thought is and how it makes you feel, you can now go into And how do we do that? First, what you need to do is acknowledge the thought. Say it. Say it out loud. And what type of thought is it? Identify it. Is it green? Is it red? Is it blue? Is it purple? And how does it make you feel? Bring it back to the emotion. And ask yourself, how do I want to feel? How do I want to think? Once you have identified the thought and what type of attitude the thought is and how it makes you feel, now you make a choice. And the choice is yours. Nobody else's. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please feel free to leave comments, suggestions, improvements, what you enjoyed, uh, what you'd like to see different. I'd love to hear from you. Thank you from Pembroke, Canada. Cheers. And don't forget to check out my webpage at sagecare.ca, S-A-I-J-E-C-A-R-E dot C-A. And there's a video link um, attached for this podcast as well. And in the video, I actually show you the poster of the colors uh, so that you can see a visual of it as well. Stay tuned and we'll talk to you soon. Cheers. Cheers.